let's let's wing it. Hi, it's Lyndon. Hey, it's Zach. And welcome to the Guitaring Show. Today we are looking at your guitar, Zach. Um, all the knobs and switches scare me. When I'm using my custom tally, it's got like two volumes and two tones and that's, and, and I always forget what's what on that. So I don't know what's going on. You're gonna need to explain it. So hence this this video is, is for me as much <laughs> as it is uh, for everybody else. Uh, let's get stuck right into it. What is going on? Like, well, how did you come up with this? I went for a tally shape because I didn't have a tally at the time and I thought, no, I want a tally. And actually, I'm glad I did because I love it. I love the tally shape. I knew I wanted a mahogany body mm. for something a bit different. And then went for no, like, dots on the fingerboard, like a flawless fingerboard. So what were you using before this guitar for covers gigs? Uh, I was using just a Strat, actually. Yeah, yeah. and you th I would have thought a Strat would get you through most situations. Most of the stuff, but I just, I wanted something. Right. I wanted variety with some of the stuff. Like we'd do some rock stuff and sometimes the, the single in the bridge just wasn't cutting it or mm. I wanted like a, ne a humbucker in the neck or something like that for, uh, we, do, we do jazz stuff too. Right, so. yeah. yeah. Now you said that uh, it was a mahogany body for something different, but what, like what, What's different about a mahogany body? Like, is it a tonal, a tonal um, choice or? Yeah, I, I like the sound characteristics of the mahogany. Um, Tally's usually a alder or um, ash bodies. Mm. Um, so I thought, why not just experiment as well with it? And, and and then I ended up putting two humbuckers in anyway. So it ended up being closer to a Les Paul than, yeah. than an actual. It actually does. Like so. the times I've heard you play that, uh, I do think Les Paul more than. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, you look and it at doesn't it, have the maple cap either, so it doesn't have that top end, right? That a Les Paul would, would have either as well. So okay. it's really, really, really honky guitar, and um, and honky's okay. I actually bought a guitar as well because it had a honkiness to it mm. that none of my other guitars mm. had, and you know what? It wouldn't be my preferred sound. You know, your Desert Island guitar or something. You yeah. know, I I wouldn't go off. Oh, let me take the honky one. If you haven't got that sound, how do you get yeah, it? That's you right. Know, you just so. get a guitar that sounds honky. Yep. Um, or in your case, you built you built one, but you you didn't though, did you? It does other stuff. Uh, it does. It's yeah, and like honky, it does honky. It does thick. It does thin. It does it does everything, which is why I built it the way I did. Did um, you say ebony fretboard or Ro rosewood, rosewood fretboard? Yeah, okay. maple, maple neck. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, no crazy pieces of wood or anything, just your standard off the shelf bits of, bits of lumber. Did um, you build that during the class? Like Yeah, yeah, so it was like, a, like an after after hours class, like 6 to 9 p.m. And Yeah, okay, and is it still happening? Like, could I go um, no, there and build it? No, it's not, they don't do it anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. Um, yeah, it took, I think it took uh, mm. six months to complete. Okay. Um, and once a week for three hours, so I don't once know. Once a week for three to, hours over six months? Yes. Once a week for three hours over, that's 12 hours a month, that's 70 hours, 72 hours, depending on how much Look you were you like. Go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, yeah. it'll be good, good for something. Um, I hope he's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it depends how many weeks in the month, but you know, let's say 70 hours, depending on how much you were chit chatting to your classmates. Oh, yeah. When I was uh, doing, was it year nine or year 10? Anyway, when I was at high school, you know when people choose a bludge subject? Mm. 
<laughs> some yeah. guys were doing woodworking or something and uh, and they were so excited to like build electric guitars and I'm pretty sure by the end of the year they had what looked to be like a like a fence post <laughs> attached to a, yeah. a piece of lumber and that was it and like, like, a, like, it a, was, like a Les Paul <laughs> no it was like <laughs> it was like you couldn't even put strings on it you know the yeah. whole thing was a complete balls up I mean what do you yeah. normally do in woodwork in high school you build a box or a candle holder or a, a spice rack stab, or something. Stab yourself with a chisel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little <laughs> ambitious and uh, it proved, proved to be, geez, I hope they're watching. Oh, imagine that if they're watching and they That'd kept cool. it. Send yeah. us a pic as if yeah, that would happen. Sure. Um, yeah, cool. So take us through some of these sounds. Okay. Just, it's got a few different pickup combinations. I've got some Seymour Duncan P-Rails in here. I've got a five-way switch, master volume. Neck tone, bridge tone, and this is like a master bass roll off. Rolls off some of the bass. See, this... I've, I've forgotten what you said already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. The information's not going in. Yeah. So, go, go through that again. So, um, master volume? Yeah, well that's, okay, that's regular. That's standard. Yeah, that's standard. It, it's Five actually ways like, a, like a strat. Sort okay. Of so, there's your, your neck um, tone. Yeah. Your bridge tone. Yeah. And this is just an extra, so this is just a bass bass roll, roll off. off. Right, okay. Knob, so it cuts some of the bass out, similar to like the Reverend the guitars. Reverend, yeah, there. yeah. Which, um, uh, when I played a Reverend, that, and I was like, what's this knob doing? It was a bass roll off. It was like, I was like, that is such a great idea. Yeah. When um, we get into some of the combinations, it makes a bit of sense because some of them get quite muddy. So, so had you, is that something that you thought of, thought of uh, uh, because of previous playing experience um, no, or... no this is an uh, like a, a an afterthought right did you I, drill I a, a wrong hole or I, something I had, so, I had like one of those passive overdrive things in there which was just I rubbish know so. what that what's a passive overdrive thing it's uh, um, it's like two two diodes right asymmetric clipping it's literally just all it is basically and right okay yeah 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 right. it, it didn't work so I just took it out and then I had right. a hole in my guitar for a couple of years right. and, <laughs> um, oh, okay so that's recent you've only just yeah yeah that's only just like done the that. last six months okay so. Um, so yeah, after that we've got. I'm paying um, attention. This is just a bridge pickup to output switch, with the tone attached. So it just bypasses everything but the tone knob and goes bridge pickup straight to the output. And then these two are because these are Seymour Duncan P rails. This one <laughs> controls the pickup selection on the neck pickup, and this one controls the pickup selection on the bridge pickup. Rewind. Yeah. Yes. Why have you got this bypassing everything and just going to the tone? So, it, oh, so when that happens, is that as a humbucker or as a single coil or either? What it, so when we get to it, but that's, that switch <laughs> there just actually um, it bypasses the volume control. Oh, that's for... For, for the bridge pickup I, only. And so whatever pickup combination I've got the bridge pickup on, whether it be the P90, the mm. single coil, or the humbucker, yeah, right. it sends what? that to the output, and the tone knob still works on that. So, right, okay. And you thought that was important. Why? Because usually with my bridge pickup, I usually roll a bit of the top off. Okay. That's just how I like it. And if I did that, I'd want that to stay on. That, that top end roll off a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I that makes sense. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. And what were those... And I'll give you a little look at the wiring in the back. It's actually a bit of a bird's nest in there, so... 
And I put, I put a bit of clear on just The clear cover so that people can see. I'm a bit see. of a nerd. I'm a nerd so but I love but you must stuff. be proud of your mess. <laughs> That's what my mum used to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that up to, um, I don't know, one yeah, of these we'll get, cameras. Yeah, we'll get a close-up on one, yeah. of these, one of these cameras for you. Let me see whether that close-up's working. So how did you come to using these pickups? Was it are they the only? They're Seymour Duncan's. Was Seymour Duncan the only company offering this like three-in-one kind of configuration? Yeah. And you wanted it, the guitar to sort of be a, a catch-all guitar. Any situation yeah, I, you have covered. I bought into the idea of having P90s, single coils, and humbuckers, which it's never going to be a perfect single coil, a perfect P90, or a perfect humbucker. But it's between the humbucker and the P90, they're actually pretty close. I mean. I, I, right. I, I like it. It's a combination, is it? So if you've got mahogany and mm -hmm. you've got maple neck and you've got a, a P90 in, in your guitar, that mm -hmm. P90 is going to sound different to if it was an ash body or an, an older body, yeah? Yeah. Anyway, so there's going to be differences between, like, tonal yeah, differences just, just depending on your wood yeah. choices and all that anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, so the well, P90 we, sound, what, is close enough to... Um, I was thinking we could compare your P90 to my P90, and even then, hmm. my P90, which I think is TB Jones, the T90s, like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, was doing this. we can't expect it to sound exactly the same, but it's ballpark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay, I'll have a play. to can you try the humbucker a second I'm just really interested to hear the difference on the neck or oh, on the same you were on the bridge then weren't you uh, I went through all three. Oh, did you yeah <laughs> mr. observant here <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want me to do just on the yeah just um, just this similar thing play a similar thing but on on the humbucker okay on the any of any, yep. any position Yeah. 
So really, that doing the humbucker thing, driving it, just yeah. re, just they're hotter, really, aren't they? Yeah. Just the hotter and I get a bit more clarity on the P90s too. So if I really want it, like the jazz stuff and stuff that I do like that, and I want a warmer sound, I'm going to stick to the humbuckers. I mean, I usually sit on the humbucker in the bridge and the P90 in the neck. That's sort of my go-to. What I'm finding now, as I get a bit more particular with guitars and pedals and sounds, is that like I'm I'm having pedals set up for either specific guitars or specific neck uh, you know pickup positions mm. and things like that and I yep. think the next step for me would would be like if I'm using it uh, and I do have guitars with humbuckers in them it's just not my go-to sound yeah. but yeah it, it, they do tend to I, I guess because they're driving more and, and they the, the sounds I might normally use they'll compress them more yeah but I find it. I always find it a challenge to get those guitars to poke their head out and to stick out tonally. Yeah. And when you, when you, with all the layers and stuff, you yeah yeah. So uh, you know EQ obviously EQ pedals and things like that, or just e EQing your pedals so that it, yeah. it's doing that job yeah. is probably the way to go. But yeah, this is what something I want to ask you about it. Yeah. Um, he's been thinking of lots and lots of different questions <laughs> and different angles to try and catch me off guard. <laughs> So have you found now that there's default positions that you go go oh, to yeah. and that there's a lot of switching that you actually don't do? Yeah. So, yeah. so when like, is, it, is it just like your strat now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it pretty much is. Like, no, seriously. I though. built it because um, I think everyone goes to this phase where they want all of the options. And, right. And then you get all the options and you use five of them. Right. So it's like, true. I haven't even I haven't really even explained what this switch does yet. It's a five-way switch. Well, how hard which, could that um, be? Yeah, it's a normal five-way yeah. switch, yeah? No. Yeah, but there's only two pickups. But, so you got your bridge. <laughs> I'll go through it real quick. So okay. position one is the bridge pickup. Position two is the bridge and the neck in series out of phase. The middle <laughs> position, the third position is just your standard middle position like on a Les Paul. So just your bridge and neck in parallel. Mm. Your fourth position is your bridge and neck in series, and then just your neck pickup in the last position. You, so you know what I've got at home? I bought a label maker, and I'm just thinking you can borrow it if you want. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I um, I've definitely got room here for some labels. <laughs> you would need it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't forgotten yet, so that's, okay. that's a good sign. Right. Okay. Yeah. So linking back to the bass roll-off knob in the fourth position, which is the. Um, <laughs> Bridge and neck in series. <laughs> it actually gets really muffly, so I'll just demo that right now, and I'll, then I'll I'll roll the bass the bass off. No. Okay, yeah, yeah this will be good. So I'll just play the normal neck pickup just for reference. subtle but it, it tightens it up a bit yeah it just stops um, especially at higher volumes I find sometimes the bass just takes off it just and you there's not much you can do about it and it just gets in the way of cutting through so so I just use that if I need to just to tighten it up I'll just knock that down uh, should we hear it without the dry yeah, any yeah drive on? we've only been
it is subtle. You could nearly have made it a little more drastic, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think I when I did it, I just just had some spare parts, and I just thought, oh, I'll just chuck a base base cut knob in there. And mm. I've been. It works. It's, it works. It rolls off enough. Yeah, true. Me, so. And th what about these other uh, switches on here? Have you gone through those yet? Yeah, yeah. We just we um we oh, covered that already. Oh, do we? <laughs> Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I must have had a stroke during. <laughs> I can I can also use this switch I didn't mention before um, as a bit of a kill switch. So if you knock, if you roll your volume knob down, so. and then you've got the switch as your bridge to output. So you can do like the Tom Morello thing and um, like a... He's got like a Frankenstein guitar. Like, yeah, have he's... you heard about that? Yeah. I didn't know about this until recently and it was super interesting. In fact, I want to go back to that. Um, it's a the Premier Guitar did a... Um, yeah. A rig rundown, and yeah. I just watched like a snippet of it, and I've, I've been meaning to go back because it just is so interesting. And he goes through switches. So. Yeah. By the way, he uses all of his original gear that he did used with um, Rage Against the Machine. He still uses all the same stuff. Finding your own sound. It's, at, it's hard. And, well, it is. It yeah. is. It is hard. It's something you kind of really have to to do it. You've got to be so dogmatic about it in, in yeah. a way how he arrived at that like the factors that sort he's of helped a, make his decision he's a very practical man isn't he it, it was really practical <laughs> reasons like he's, the, he's the guy that glad wraps his pedal board and that's where i learned that what he puts so for sweat and everything and like and like drinks and stuff he puts glad wrap over all of his pedals oh, he's a practical guy so anyway, that's a whole other thing. I don't think you answered the question earlier about where you avoided that, <laughs> about what have you settled on? Like, so you've got this kill switch oh, or whatever right. you call it here, yep. and like, which arguably you might use for one song. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you know, uh, like, I, so, I, I actually forget that I've got that there. Yeah. Like there's that many things that this could do. I usually, yeah, like I said, I have Unbucker in the bridge, usually P90 in the um, neck, and then I'll go to the middle setting. And then, <laughs> I very rarely use the out of phase thing, but I was just playing around just before. Oh yeah, um, that actually sounded good. Before filming and okay. um, yeah. it just sounded really, really, really thick. What was I playing? I was playing. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, it had a crack to it, didn't it? Wasn't was that playing. sound? I was playing. It was that cashmere. Oh, was it? Okay. Riff, yeah. What did I do? I don't think I was in the room. sort of thing as opposed to your bridge yeah. pickup which is just adds that quacking it gives it it gives it more definition mm. doesn't it so that's yeah that's the p90 and the humbucker out of phase or uh that was the just the two humbuckers in right. series out of phase so you actually get a bit of a okay in series out of phase the out of phase sounds actually more pronounced so in series in that means the signal is going from which pickup to which pickup. Um, it just sums them. So when you have a humbucker, you've got two single coils in series. Okay. 
So it's treating both pickups as as a humbucker. So as what that's one single coil of the humbucker, and that's the other coil of the humbucker. Oh, right. and it Basically goes in one, loops around, and comes out the other one. Who gave you all these ideas? Was it that person in the guitar making class? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know what I envisage? Um, the teacher's going, put it up on the board, going, so, okay, so you can you can do it like this, or you can do it like this, no, or if you like, it. you can do it like this. And you went, I'm just going to do them all. I'm going to have them all. Series, parallel, every pickup <laughs> well, possible. I, I think I just I lo I fell in love with electronics. Okay. And mostly just figuring out how to how to design a wiring diagram that would actually work. Like I spent ages designing this to make sure some of these pickups wouldn't cancel the other one out or short circuit something else. Right. Because I've actually got <laughs> I've left this out. I've got two push pulls here, which put these humbuckers. <laughs> Instead of being in series, they're in parallel. Oh. So that's another sound, and it's a little bit like a, compared to a normal humbucker, it's a little bit like a like a path. So this is where you and I are quite different. See, you changed to pick up because you had to, mm. <laughs> in <Yeah>. your mind. <laughs> My approach to the guitar has been if it's not broken, you know, don't fix it. Or even to the point, like if I've got to change, I'm not like this now, but mm. initially, if, like if I had to change strings, I'd be like, oh, well, that's my Saturday gone. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so pedantic about things. When I had a floating bridge too, and I hadn't even thought about it, and I've like just gone to change the strings, and the bridge has fallen oh, off on yeah, the floor. I just about had a heart attack. You know, yeah. what's just happened? Actually, yeah. that's why like you're explaining all this stuff to me, and I'm just thinking, I can't even. I know you just said something about parallel and series. <laughs> <laughs> but my brain sort of just melted. I can, yeah. I can, I just, can flick between them. Just to, so you can hear the difference. Well, I need to hear it. Okay, so what I'll do, I'll go bridge pickup in series and then bridge pickup in parallel. And then I'll do the neck pickup in series and then neck pickup in parallel. Okay. Something about series and neck in parallel. You got it. <laughs> okay. So, yep. bridge pickup. Yep. A series. Parallel. Now the neck pickup. I'll just do the neck pickup. Really okay. between them, do, does your brain go, or ask you the question, which one do I prefer? Because I do that, like, you know how with a pedal, with an amp for that matter, but with a pedal you can, you have a setting and you go, that sounds good, mm -hmm. and then you change it and you go, well that also sounds good, yeah. which do I prefer? And I think, I don't even know if that's the right question, because it depends on the situation. Because both of those sounds sounded good with the push-pull, so series or parallel. Mm -hmm. um, so do you find yourself like in the middle of playing going, oh, I need more definition or I need it to be a bit cleaner or something and um, so that's what you do? You put, you would then pull it out whereas I would probably, I don't know, I'd have a different yeah, like, set of know, options. Like a, like a pedal approach or something. Like I think if I think yeah. about it, I'll, I'll make some changes here. Like that's like a bass cut. I, I, that's ready to go. The, the switching options aren't as easy to reach 
as something mm. like a pedal. So when I built this, I was doing a little bit of studio stuff as well. So um, I built it in the um, with that in mind. Like I'd be okay, able to sit yeah. down and go through some sounds. Something I like about the Petty John pedals is they have these the switches on there for um, for low cut, you know, yeah. or even for just sw they're not the only pedal that have that. But um, I've just found that really helpful uh, to dial in a sound really quickly. So I do understand like being able to like you know, the yeah, push-pull, yeah. and I mightn't, like, necessarily understand the terminology and, <laughs> and like, what's going on with the wiring and, and, and whatnot, but I can hear what you're talking about. Yeah. Those are decisions in the studio that you want to make quickly mm. and be able to get a result, like, nearly immediately so you're not just yeah, breaking yeah. that creative flow. I, I know in a live situation there's an there's an aspect of multitasking where I have a limit, you know? Yeah, and, if, and there's definitely a, an element of option paralysis going yeah, on with, with, right. with, with these sorts of right. machines. Yeah, yeah. So. But that's great. I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed that. And that mm. if you're interested in um, in something, in like in building your own guitar or the, the electronics that goes into it, um, if you're that way inclined or want to know more, leave your comments below. And um, and Zach will answer them. I'll have no idea about about any of that. Uh, but you'll be happy to answer those questions. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Okay. I can definitely guarantee I'll forget it all as soon as we turn the cameras.